This morning, just very briefly, in the context of why we're all gathered here today, I'd like to just for a few moments talk about umbrellas. And uh, I know I was waiting for it, Jill. I, I thought I'm going to do it because my wife said, don't put that up inside. People won't like it. I thought, wow. I just, this is my umbrella. I like a good umbrella. I like the ones that you're able to press the button for. Uh, rather than getting my finger caught in the awkward mechanism that so many umbrellas have. Uh, I, I find them frustrating when, you, when the wind blows and you have that moment where the umbrella you know, goes the wrong way and you end up collecting water rather, rather than keeping yourself dry. But I like a good umbrella. I think in many ways we've spoken about umbrellas a little bit this morning. Umbrellas, they're good for, of course, keeping you dry or when the rain's heavy, particularly that wet rain, you know, the really wet rain that soaks you right through to the bone. But also, if you've got my sort of skin complexion, they're great to keep you safe from the sun and the heat of the day, uh, as that doesn't lend well for me. But often, life can have some significantly heavy rain. There can be hurt and pain and disappointment and suffering that we go through. There can be day-to-day stresses and pressures of life that we're all juggling and sometimes plates crashing and smashing and emotionally just getting through day-to-day or week-to-week. There can be some real heavy rain that we encounter at different points. Sometimes perhaps it can soak us through to the bone and we get really wet. Today we've mentioned a couple of times how we have wanted to perhaps be an example, a help, a support with Matt and Vicky and their daughters and for them as a family and particularly for their twins. And so when we've referenced and spoken about these, the way of Jesus, what What on earth is that? And that would be quite a broad and perhaps complex question for many. I think it's a lot easier and more simple than perhaps many of us really realize. I think often it can be quite easily misrepresented. In fact, my wife and I went for a walk yesterday and as we're walking around the fields and we're taking the dog for a walk and she went, oh, there's a person in the field over there. I went, that's a horse, babe. That's not a person. And sometimes we can be looking at something and thinking it's one thing when actually really it's something else. And we've all done that. I've done it many times. But today as family, as friends, as local church, we come together to form that umbrella so that we can sing in the rain even when it's pouring down. So perhaps three short, hopefully yet meaningful and rich thoughts for us to perhaps take away with us today because what does that umbrella some of that umbrella look like I think firstly for Christianity as Christians forgiveness is so central to our faith central to our walk in life and yet the world can be such an unforgiving place it never stops time responsibilities, things we have to do and go, places, people to see and places to go, they just 
don't stop. In fact, I think they've just got quicker and quicker with various different technological developments. We never seem to switch off. It can be relentless. In fact, perhaps in society, forgiveness can be seen as perhaps a weak posture or approach. But I would probably hazard a confident guess that in this room, if we were to ask the question, is forgiveness easy? Majority would say it's really not easy. It's one of the hardest paths we can walk down in life. And yet for us as Christians, certainly we would believe that true and uh, freeing forgiveness is found in the person and life and death and resurrection of Jesus and he being our ultimate example so that we can forgive others. So perhaps part of our umbrella today as we come together to celebrate with them as a family, perhaps one of the ways that we can be an example is to say, how do I forgive others? How do I let go so that I can be free? Because unforgiveness never traps anybody else other than ourselves. And so perhaps in the freeing power of forgiveness, we can be an example. Maybe another way, of course, and perhaps an obvious way that many people would lean into when it comes to Christianity and when we talk about the way of Jesus, it would be that of love. It would be that of not just loving others, but even being encouraged to love our enemies. In fact, perhaps of all the complexities of faith, Jesus sums it up very simply in loving God and loving ourselves and loving others. Very difficult to love others if we don't love ourselves. But yet we read certainly in the New Testament of how love never fails. We read of how in the New Testament that love casts out all fear, that love covers a multitude of wrongs, that love amongst all the unfaithful thing that happens in life remains faithful. That ultimately, quite succinctly, the Bible says God is love. So in that sense, perhaps we're encouraged, invited today, maybe inspired to say, okay, how do I continue to forgive in my life? And yet also maybe we're encouraged that we find the true essence of love in the person of Jesus through faith in God, but then also, how do I be an example of love to not just their daughters, but others in my life? How do I follow that way that Jesus invites us into? I once heard it said that love is not a weak emotion, but a strong action. Love is not some Hollywood moment where the, you know, we all get airy fairy and, oh, it's so lovely. But we all know the truth of love is that it is a strong action. It's a decision that when times get difficult and the rain pours down, that we put up our umbrella and we stand underneath it. And we are safe. That perhaps there is something within the journey of the lives of the family we celebrate with today. But perhaps in all of our lives where we have felt that we have been getting so rained on. And yet we're encouraged today to follow the way of Jesus and stand under the umbrella of his love. My third and final 
suggestion for us this morning, an encouragement indeed, peace. Our world is full of hatred, anger, bitterness, revenge, brokenness in so many different ways. It doesn't take long to find it. It doesn't take long to be influenced by it. It doesn't take long until perhaps some of these negative narratives that we read and hear of in society at the moment before they can become soaked to our bones. And it's there. But yet Jesus says, my peace I give to you. In fact, elsewhere in the Bible, it says that the peace of God is beyond all understanding, that perhaps within the raging torrential rain that can often be the case, by being a person following the way of forgiveness, practicing that in our lives, by being a person of love and yet being somebody of peace, somebody who isn't scared of the unknown or the other but actually being able to practice that of peace. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is in the book of Ephesians. It talks about how God is bringing all things together in Jesus. I think this is peace. In fact, Jesus himself turns around to his followers and says, put down the sword because those who live by the sword die by the sword. Perhaps as we seek to be an example to the family we celebrate with today, if we can walk in the way of forgiveness, follow the way of love, and be those that extend peace to one another and to others. I wonder, this umbrella keeping us safe and dry, mostly from the challenges, the trials, the difficulties that we all face in life. I would say this morning there's an invitation for us all to find that perfect love and peace and forgiveness in Jesus. In his birth, life, teachings, death and resurrection, there's something that takes back the material of this life and exposes the truth of who we are. To be at one. 